What's up, everyone? The queen is dead. Thank God that old I'm broad right finally croaked. No, I'm just kidding. The queen isn't dead. She's on the podcast with us. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's me, Jake. And joining me today, as usual, if you guys want to. Oh, it's hey, <laughs> it's Tom right here. It's Matt. <laughs> it's Maddie. It, I, it's Matt. <laughs> I'm a magnanimous ruler. I like to let my subjects speak. We've got a lot of ground to cover, and we have a very special guest today. We were able to secure the one and only Florida man on the podcast, Maddie's dad. So he will be joining us for the main segment. But before then, I would like to talk a little bit about The Bachelorette. Thank you to everybody who came, everybody who contributed, and everybody who participated. We were able to raise over $540 for Detroit Ice Dreams. This is amazing. This is like one of the coolest things that we've been able to do on this on this platform and with the amount of reach that we've gotten. So I truly appreciate everybody who's participated and went out of their way to, to help us out. And with that said, because we were able to raise this money, Maddie, would you like to would you like to let everybody know the big news? Yeah, I'd love He's to. <laughs> Yeah, the date, the date went really well. We already did it. And, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, the, the good news is because we raised so much money, I met last week with Detroit Ice Dreams, and we now will, so 313 Hockey will be sponsoring a youth hockey team. So thank you to everyone who donated and also participated in The Bachelorette. We're super excited. And yeah, basically... We're like Jake and I were, were like, yeah, we're gonna get them a pizza party, and like we're gonna get updates on how they're doing, and I'm really excited about that. So, thanks again to everyone, and yeah, they're gonna have like our little three one three hockey logo on their jerseys, and it's gonna be really cute, and I'm gonna cry. Tom yeah. told me he wants to be like Torts, like he wants to go out there and be the coach and start <laughs> screaming at the kids. <laughs> That'll go over really well. Yeah, kids no. love being yelled at. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we're going to have my dad on in a minute. <laughs> kids, yeah, kids speaking burn. of kids being yelled at. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick look at today's mini segment. So I wanted to talk a little bit about when, I, when I've when i written for Winging It Motown, we usually do a segment called progression and regression. And basically what we talk about is whether a, who we think is going to take a step forward this year and who we think is going to regress. So I think some players players punched way above their weight this last year, and I think some still have a little bit to go and this could be their big breakout year so with that being said who are your guys' candidates for progression and regression and why just for the wings yeah for the wings we can go we can go league-wide if you want to no it's too much yeah it'd be too much so progression i'd say okay this one's gonna shock everyone i'm gonna say progression zadina and i am a zadina hater that's so fair. this is me trying to be optimistic and you know also this is a layup for, but verona will be a progression just because he'll be healthy hopefully mm-hmm. on wood and seeing him play for a full season that can only be a progression it's gonna be fucking fantastic and i'm gonna put this out there because i like to say some you know like to run my mouth i think that verona will lead this team in goals this season Love it. Love it. Put it on the board. (laughs) Put it on the board. It's on the board. Yeah, I like the idea of Zadina being the new, uh, like the candidate for progression too. I mean, he's got a new coach. He's got new expectations. 
I think the pressure's off him somewhat. Like he's got I, new haters. Yeah, I know. I know that like obviously people are a lot more like, you know, they've got their eyes on him a lot more. Um, but I think last year he had a lot of pressure going in, and he's like a pretty heady guy. So I'm I imagine that like with the amount of depth that this team has, he can kind of take it easy and probably get targeted a little less than he was last season. Targeted um, in what way? Like, you know, players swarming him to make sure he doesn't, you know, you score think so? Um, I, I, I mean, didn't they, really I don't think he that. got targeted to that extent that say like Raymond did, but yeah. I think yeah. a lot of people were aware of what he did the season before in 20 and 21. Yeah. And they were like, okay, we got to keep an eye on this kid. So they were able to figure him out pretty quickly. And hopefully Lalone and the rest of the coaching staff can, you know, make him play a little smarter. Yeah, that's going to be his biggest thing. Tom, what about you? Progression, regression. I like Zadina. I do. You're um, always copying my takes, Tom. I know. I know. <laughs> and, that, and that's why, like, I'm trying not to. L. <laughs> ratio. You did a really good job trying not to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I do like that take, Maddie. That's why I mentioned Thank you. it. Thank you. Wow, Tom, that's really original and good. Yeah, you guys are I never going to believe who I picked for my progression candidate. Philip Zadine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do think he's yeah. like a great example, though. But I think as far as players that are going to take a step forward, I have a couple that I'm keeping in mind. And I think Alex Nadelkovich is going to be one of them. He had a pretty rough near yeah. the end of last year. Yeah. I mean, and he, I mean, he has a better D core in front of him now, too. Like, yeah, dude was hung out to dry. Totally. And the only like saving grace he had was a Nazi that really sucked at playing in the net. So that's how my haters describe me. You're a Nazi that really sucks at playing in the net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I think he's going to have a, he's going to take a step forward. But as far as taking a step back, who do you guys think is going to have it rough this year? Personally, I think it's going to be David Perron. I think really, he's had, I think he's had an amazing system around him in St. Louis, but the problem is he had a career year last year, and mm. unless he hits those numbers or higher, yeah. I, I don't foresee that happening again. He is 34 years old, and he's going to be playing on a brand new system with a rookie head coach. You're being an ageist. And wow. yeah, you know, no, yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Did we sign him for one year or three? We signed him for two. So oh, I was close. If he doesn't, I think he's still going to be good, but I'm wondering where they're going to position him in the lineup. Like, are they going to make him a top six guy? Is he going to be a third liner? Because if he's a third liner, he's not going to have the minutes he did in St. Louis. Yeah. And I mean, that's just going to be automatic regression. Because I mean, but, and, 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 on the ice I mean regression but, how? Because are we talking stats? Jacob? Oh, I, yeah. I'm talking like regression bringing stats into the conversation do you remember do you remember our position let me let me restate our position for everybody restate our position for we are we are strictly anti-stats unless those stats help one of our narratives i think that statistically he might take a step back but i don't think it's going to be like holy shit he's old dump this guy right now yeah i think it's going to be like oh just worse than last season yeah yeah he's not going to be at the level he was last season and that's fine like he can still be an excellent third liner i think he's going to be playing like well into his late 30s yeah and peron brings more of that mentor aspect to the team he's kind of a fucker like i don't know if you guys remember like how he played but he i think he went after cider at one point he he we don't have to worry about that anymore though he was the guy who tried to take out kadri like he he slew foot him (laughs) <laughs> yeah and i mean there is a place on this team i don't know exactly who 
other than Perron on this team you really want to have go up and do that. Bertuzzi. I mean Bertuzzi, but Smith. if Javon Mo. Smith, Mo. We but have like, so but, many. Then again, you don't Edvinson. want your Also, you don't just want unleash those, those tall Swedish guys. <laughs> <laughs> you also don't want like the tall, the big guys, like like the star players, you know, getting benched for or getting, sure. Yeah, but put I mean, in the box. So that's where I'm coming from with that. He's your fall guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. everyone's got to have a scapegoat, right? Mine's true, Jake. True. You're thinking I'm gonna hit a, I'm gonna fall back, or um, that I'm a fall guy. No, you're my scapegoat. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's because I'm white. I'm just the white guy of the group. Actually, no, Tom. Actually, that's definitely yeah, that, Tom. That's me. Yeah, that's yeah. Me. Okay, then make Tom the fall guy. <laughs> Tom, god damn it. It's homophobia if you do me. You're right. My bad. I have so many defense mechanisms in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, deflect so much, you must have been a goaltender. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> all, right, all right, who do you guys think is going to regress? Hmm. It could is also it too be too easy to that... say. <laughs> It could also just be a player that you think is going to suck. Yeah, I was just going to say, is it too ironic? <laughs> <laughs> I said it first, Tom. Come on, dude. I, I was I just going to say it. I think Ronick's going to have a decent season. I think if Edmondson does make the team, the pressure is going to be off him a little bit too. Yeah, I mean, and... he he was paired with Mark Stahl, who I love, but Mark Stahl, you know, there's two different sides of Mark Stahl. You're either going to get a guy who's really offensively gifted or like. A guy who used you don't have to be to talk a piece about of shit either. Yeah. And I feel if right. there is less pressure on Heronic, he could progress. But more okay, that likely, doesn't answer the question. Are you going to go with Heronic regressing? I mean, if if Edmondson makes a team, I'll say he's on my progression list. But Edmondson making we're the talking team, about regression. Yeah, we're being haters right now, Tom. Yeah. Please be a hater. <laughs> For once in your life, I can't, I can't. say something negative. <laughs> I can't. Oh. <laughs> I can't. Tom fucking hate with Tom us. Is like, yeah. Oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> nah, I'm just like too tired right now and still waking up. Fine. All right, that's fine. You're... Maddie, mad dog. I mean, I already said Hronik. Oh, that's right. That's an easy one, though. It's so easy to dunk on him. Adam Ernie. I mean, I don't he, even he want to talk his... about Ernie. I don't I want to talk about Ernie at all because he's so. <laughs> okay, can we, can we get our takes in right now? Is he going to be on the roster on opening night? Yeah, I keep forgetting he's on the team. So <laughs> yeah, I, I think no. I think if he's on, he's the thirteenth forward. I don't think there's there's enough room for him on that roster. What about Jordan Osterley? I think he's. I don't think. He's... Yeah, it's like think about it. You got Cider, Sherratt, Ali Mata, Philip Ronick. Who are the other guys? Gus Lindstrom and Jake Wallman. If anything, Osterley is like the seventh and guy. Simon. And and then it doesn't even count for like Simon Edmondson who might make the team. Yeah. And so that's just going to keep pushing Osterley down that, that yeah. lineup. And then he gone. Fuck him. Anyway, enough, enough of the pedantry. Let's get to the main show. My dad is sitting here very impatiently. So I think. His, <laughs> did, you, he's, did you hear that? Is it, is no. he diagnosed or undiagnosed? ADHD? He's diagnosed. Okay. Like, okay. He's a he, veteran. That's true. He's he's off the meds. This wasn't really going to be the intro I was going to personally go with. <laughs> well, then go. <laughs> Dad, let's talk about your medical. Di- come come closer. Your medical diagnosis sees what's wrong. What's wrong with you medically? Well, tell everyone as you come onto the podcast. No, don't actually. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he was about to. <laughs> going to start with something more intimate, but go ahead. What? 
That's, intimate. I don't want that. Tea. Anyway, welcome. Welcome to the 313 Hockey Podcast. Thanks for having me today, guys. <laughs> I've been watching all your podcasts and enjoying them thoroughly. And That's a lie. That's Cap. You have not listened to all that of is, them. That is so Cap. That's so fucking <laughs> Cap. All right. We're going to give <laughs> Thank you some you. show trivia. That's the second one. It's kind of boring. The second one? How do you know it was boring if and, you missed it? <laughs> the last one with DMAC, which I really enjoy and I want to hang out with. Yeah. Come to a game with us. He hangs out with us sometimes. Yeah, you should come come I back know. for a game. I will. And very end, though, I turned it off. I fell asleep, to be honest with you, before the end of it. Thank you. Bachelorette. So I didn't know. And then the other night, when Maddie said that she was going to watch do the Bachelorette instead of watching football, I was like, he was confused. I thought she was talking about the Bachelorette television show. So I made fun of it, and she got really upset with me. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I'm going to watch. Bachelorette you what in what world would I be watching the Bachelorette over the first game of football? That's what I was wondering. I was so confused. You really think Luckily, that shoot miss defending Super Bowl champs, the Los Angeles Rams squaring up against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills? That's 8, right. Twenty-five p.m. Jake, did you watch the game? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to. Listen, I'm a little bit pissed right now because Why? my fantasy team got kind of fucked up because of that. What did you have? I had, Cam Akers? I had Alan Robinson and he didn't do shit. <laughs> they didn't do shit with him. Oh, uh, I Wait. had Daryl Henderson. I left him on the bench, but I didn't have anyone. Right it. But if you guys want to know why I'm the way I am growing up. So my dad has been playing fantasy football. I think my entire life, like very, very intensely. Like if I had any sort of like event or like sports on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, he'd be like, nah, I, I I don't like that this game is going on during the Michigan State game. Like if I had a game and like it would always be like a he's like, I need to watch football on Sunday. And like we couldn't do anything besides watch football. And you would still go to the events, but you would complain that you were missing football every single time. I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty fair. Honestly, ball okay. is life. Like, you know, all is life. Do you know Maddie, what did you tell him about my egregious fantasy trade? No, you can tell him. Oh, God. Alex Collins. It's a this for, is a dynasty league, by the way. Like yeah. Alex Collins. Ty Higby. Julio Jones. <laughs> Ty Higby. Or DeAndre Swift and a bag of peanuts. How do you feel about that? Well, being a Detroit Lions fan, you gotta like De- DeAndre Swift. And I think that's it. I, that's all you have he, to say. He, he traded, he traded DeAndre Swift. He traded Swift. Oh, you traded Swift. You got yeah. It. Yeah. So, yeah. He fucked yeah. up. Got ratioed bad on that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, all right. I got a question. I got a question. Oh, Jake so, has a question. You raised Maddie in Florida. What is I the did. most? <laughs> what is the most Florida story that you could tell us? Like some Florida man shit. Just like the weird. Do you know, wait, do you know what Florida man is? Have you heard of that? Okay, so Florida man is like a national and international meme of like. Just you read a headline of just like the stupidest, craziest shit you've ever heard of. Like Florida man arrested for like sticking his dick in an alligator's mouth or something. Yeah, trying to get a blowjob from an alligator. Yeah, or like just like something crazy. Florida oh, man shoots three people over McDonald's French fries. Yeah, like, something typically like that. it involves an alligator. Basically, idiots. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, and then if you're, you have to be old though. No, Florida man could be any. Florida man could be any age. Yeah. Yep. Florida is basically like a Grand Theft Auto server, like in real yeah. life. 
So that's the best way to describe it. Maddie, do I need to be involved? I don't have any. You know how, yeah, Maddie doesn't have to be involved. It could just be like yeah. a weird thing you saw where you're like, okay, yeah, that's Florida. I don't really have much in the way of. We lived in a very like. We lived a very sheltered life. All we did was watch sports. You didn't see I alligators. Never that's like, never left the house. You didn't see any gators or anything. Oh, or we like, saw gators. Did you have one? We once had an entire swimming pool full of tadpoles, which is like a pivotal. Memory. See, like that's a story. Like <laughs> you don't remember that? We also had a, a frog. We, we oh yeah! No, this is crazy. Okay. This is terrifying. So we moved into a brand new house. It was just built for us. And for like when they were just developing like South Florida, like early 2000s. It was 2000 even. Okay. Anyway, so there was this really cool, exotic, really light green frog, but it was inside the toilet of the guest. It happens all of the time. I would open the toilet and there would just be a fucking frog in there. And not only a frog, but these frogs could leap. Like they 15 feet flew. Feet, no problem. They could fly across the sky. I mean, they were. Once it was on the shower curtain and we had like a rainbow map and I didn't see it. So I was just on the toilet and then I look over on the shower curtain and then there's a fucking frog. And like, you can't swim anywhere. I, I tweeted about this before, but like if, in Florida, you can't like just go and like swim like we do here in Michigan, like in a lake. Like you're not allowed to even like go near like any water because there could be gators in it so now when i go into like a lake here i get scared still because i'm used to like being conditioned to don't tell maddie about the freshwater sharks i taught her about the killer bass in michigan too the killer bass i don't even know what that is you don't know what a killer bass is when you go swimming in a lake they come up and eat you what well, the fuck? now I'm not going to go swimming. <laughs> Why did you have to ruin this for me? I was <laughs> There's no such thing as... Oh, okay. No, no. <laughs> He's talking about Pike. It's You know what's crazy? I was like, oh, was yeah, Florida say. story. And you guys were like, oh, we don't have one. And then you're like, oh, except for the frogs. Also, we can't swim in water. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. You want to talk about your hockey cards? Yes. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us, tell oh. us your experience with the Detroit Red Wings. Oh, you want to? Yeah, let's start. I grew up a Detroit Red Wings fan my whole life. I actually was just telling Maddie this morning, I was at the last game at Olympia and I was also at Gordie Howe's retirement. And it was the loudest, Gordie Howe's retirement was the loudest event I've ever been to, even to this day. Really? The, the cheering at that was so loud. And you went to like Grateful Dead concerts in the 80s too, right? Yeah, that's not that loud. It's not loud? That's the Grateful okay. Dead. <laughs> Seeing somebody like Deep Purple in concert was really loud. But, but not as loud as, loud as Gordie Howe's. Gordie Howe Retirement Day was the loudest thing. Really? I could put my oh. head in a jet engine. It wasn't loud. Whoa. <laughs> Do you loud. think it's because of the acoustics of the Olympia? No. Or it was just like insane. Really? Just gave them the biggest ovation of all time. I think opening night is going to be insane for that. Like, I'm excited reason. for that. But so, like, I don't think it'll when, be. No, not nearly that. as that loud. Like when they're in the playoffs again, it might be pretty damn loud though. Wait, is that all you have to say about your experiences with the Red Wings? With the Red well, Wings? No, I grew up a, a big time sports fan. My dad was an attorney, and some of his clients were baseball players. And I used to go in the dugout and, and like I used to meet the players. But I still liked hockey the best, and I'd have to always get him to take me to the Red Wings game because he was a busy attorney. But we used to go to enough Red Wings games, and I used to follow them all on. I used to listen to Bud Lynch and Mickey Redmond was, he was a player back in the day. Now he's an announcer. Who you got to meet last season. Boy, oh boy. (laughs) Mickey was cool. Mickey's cool. We love Mickey. But I like D-Mac better. He's more. They're not comparable. You can like both of them. 
DMAC told us to call Ken Cal a jackass when we see him. So one of the things I wanted to share with you guys, though, is that Maddie's brother, Mitchell, has a very nice hockey card collection, as you mentioned. And what happens is he'll send me like something like this. This is a picture of a Dennis Savard card that he just picked up. I think also for context, like my dad and brother, like they've been growing this like insane hockey card collection since I've been like. Mitchell, Mitchell has all the cards. So Mitchell has one of the. Well, you, but you started it. Mitchell has one of the greatest hockey card collections in the world. Of, he actually does. Of rookie patch auto cards, which are wow. the rookie cards, but there's also a piece of their patch, not just their jersey, but the part in the center with the patch on it. Oh, that's cool. And they're usually numbered out of like 25 or 50 or whatever. But so Mitchell, every time he would buy a new card on eBay, would send me a picture like this. And after a while, I would just give him the thumbs up. And he'd be like, Dad, I'm not going to send you pictures if you're just going to give me the thumbs My up. My dad likes to converse in emojis and bitmojis. Oh, of course, he has a bitmoji. <laughs> oh, my God. Sometimes sometimes he'll send me like 20 bitmojis in a row. <laughs> One of the things that I did, because I like to try to be funny, is to reply to Mitchell in a smart-ass sniper type of a way about his hockey card procurement skills. So. Every time he sends me a picture, I send him back a long text. So I want to just read one or two of them to you because it's quite humorous, according to Maddie. So on the last picture that he sent me was the Dennis Savard card. My reply to him was as follows. Mitchell, your hockey card procurement skills are once again being displayed. Your skills like that card and the spinorama move that Savard displayed are equally amazing, exciting, and truly epic. This one-of-one one card is as rare as your abilities to appear to the rest of the jealous world to wonder. How you consistently and not to forget impressively outbid or privately negotiate to your admirable network of followers, some call it groupies, outstanding deals on rare treasures of the hockey card collecting universe is as monumental in history as such things as the invention of the internet or the guy who discovered that he could light his own farts. The last three times that you flexed your collector muscle and sent me pics of cards that you purchased, I was unable to text you back right away as I had to change my underwear. <laughs> you were impressed to the point of shitting yourself, and that's not just for fun. It is with great pleasure and honor that I can once again say that your origin is in my nutsack. Have fun in Richmond, and I love you. So that was the response that I gave to his last card that he sent me because he told me if I just gave him the thumbs up anymore, that wasn't going to be sufficient. <laughs> so prior to that, this is the one that Maddie thinks is much funnier. And this is right after we just got back from my sister's daughter's wedding in St. Louis. And so Mitchell sent me these two cards. There's the Dominic Hasek. Oh, yeah. Nice. Patch, and then the Nathan McKinnon autograph patch. I so think Nathan been- McKinnon is like, the can I speak to your manager guy? <laughs> My dad doesn't know about all. Oh, uh, we'll McKinnon. tell him. Nathan McKinnon is from Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia. <laughs> That's it. That's all I know. Plays a city Crosby, and he's good hockey. Nathan McKinnon That's all you is need a to know. psychopath. And he's like, the psychopath. He yeah. Has, he has like this diet where he only eats like plant based food, or, like he's very like, like vegan, rigid. Diet. Like, and he, and, if he sees ahead. his teammates eating anything else, he freaks out at them. Like, like carbs or sugar. Like he's, he's like, like a freaking known, like diet Nazi. He's known for like screaming at them. And yeah, like, like he's crazy. Things. Does he think he's that good? I don't know if it's right. even about skill. <laughs> he um like at one point there was like a one of the younger players was talking about how he got kicked out of a club in Vegas, and Nate McKinnon tried to get involved, yeah. and he's like, "Do you know who we are?" And I'm like, "Dude, come on!" Like, of That's course you say brand. shit like that. <laughs> yeah. 
So here's the response. This is the one Maddie likes the best. I don't so know if that's. I like just both. after the weekend with my sister and her, her daughter's wedding. Mitchell, in regards to the above two cocky cards, the Hassock and the McKinnon, I have to say that the joy in you acquiring them is no less than what my sister and her husband experienced this weekend. To have your first child find love and get married is almost as great as the pride and joy and adrenaline rush that I get as your dad when you make amazing purchases of hockey cards. Not just hockey cards, but some of the world's <laughs> finest patch auto hockey cards known to man. Your collection is worthy of being in the Smithsonian Museum for all to walk by in awe. Your artistry of hockey card procurement is equivalent to Da Vinci, Monet, or Rembrandt. Your ability to find rare treasures in the world that others seem to overlook, combined with your incredible business skills and your fat bankroll, allow you to have fat bankroll. Allow you to have one of created one of the greatest hockey card collections in modern times. Some would equate your hockey card set building skills to that of Frank Lloyd Wright or others who could envision a future that others could not see or build a bridge to connect various land masses as the world expanded. Or the invention of the cell phone or the laptop or the electric car. Warren Buffett just called me the other day asking if he could share, if you could share with them some light on making money in the, in the hockey card business. Elon Musk called asking if you could help getting attention for his various projects. Vladimir Putin just emailed me asking if he could discuss a trade for some Ovechkin cards and trade for ending the Ukrainian situation, <laughs> as he said that he respected your opinion much more than Joe Biden. Basically, these two cards represent another monumental moment in North American history and sports card and hockey all-time great history. As is always the case, I take full credit for your accomplishments and remind you again that you originated in my nutsack. I love you, Dad. <laughs> Those are the types of responses I give them because a thumbs up just didn't make it anymore. That That's the most, level of petty that my dad is. That is the most poetic way to call your son a nerd. <laughs> oh, no. My brother is one of the biggest nerds around, this, but he got little, it from my dad. So Is this a little triggering call. to you, by the way? What? The thumbs up? My dad would only converse in emojis if he could. Sometimes I notice, like, you'll send me an emoji, and I know it's because you wrote out a word, and then it popped up. Like, if I send you something, and you, and then you want to say cool, you send me that emoji with the sunglasses on. Right. And I was good. Good, you good is up. the thumbs up. And, and here I was wondering if you'd be sending, like, boomer text. You know, like, you ever get the he text does. from, like, an old person where it's, like, Oh, he does. He does. He does some of those, too, but he also writes rap. So, he does. I'm actually working on a wrap, and I'm going to give you guys for your next podcast. Oh, beautiful! Matt told me too late to prepare. One. I told him like an hour ago to and write I, one. I, I he can't, he, Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, yeah. come on, Maddie. Talk about such magnificent artistry. It takes a little right. bit of time. Now, if you want, if you would feel comfortable enough to read a rap or any rap that you have, oh, uh, no. you know, we are more than willing. Well, Look, he grabs his phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think. All right. <laughs> yeah. This happens to be related because the one that I wrote for this uh, one, Jake knows for Kodak Black when he was having sex at the Panthers hockey game. Yep. Yeah. So, there, please. Look up Kodak Black here. Kodak. I saw one that was really funny where it was like My rap an name. old woman. <laughs> My rap name. This is Maddie. Thought this was funny. Look at that. That's right there. It says our listeners can't hear. You got it. It says my rap name is Kodak White. <laughs> I all I said was to go into his messages and look up Kodak to find it, and that's what I saw. No, you told Adriana that your rap name is Big Daddy Boomer. Big Daddy Boomer's mouth. That's one. a good one too. This is the this is our hockey card set that Mitchell and I have the only one in the world of. Dad, stay on topic. Sorry, I'm a, lady. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> 
um, actually, the 2005 Cup upper deck. It was the first set that was high end. And we started collecting. It took us nine years to complete the set. How much is it worth it? Wow. I worth like 25 grand. Whoa. Jesus Christ. Right, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of a kid like, and guess what? And guess what? Look yeah. At this. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what? what it is being with him. You want to hear me rap? Looking at this all the time. That's true. <laughs> Every time my dad, because I'm like, Dad, do you want to have anything in the house for when you come to visit? He's like, I need juice. Juice. What? I got him fucking apple juice. He's drinking juice. out of a sippy cup. This Kodak black one. Oh, you found that? Did you find the Kodak black? Really did you find it? Yeah. I thought the action on the ice was cooking and no one would be looking. They're supposed to be watching the Panthers score, not me banging my whore. I hate that. The Panthers were playing a regular season game while I was playing on an exhibition game. The hoe I was with, she works with a pole. I was really listening to the coach when he said, put it in the five hole. I was doing her doggy style in the aisle. The usher couldn't shush her. Put a big smile on her face. Not too many brothers like to watch the puck. They all think it's for guys named Huck. Now they see me fucking my seats and they want to get in on this heat and this meat and the greed of the sweets. <sighs> I've changed hockey forever, whatever. It was a blast and now it will last. Hockey rules, you fools. I think we have a quota of one rap per show and we've just one hit rap, the quota. I, I'm literally amazing? cringing the entire time. What's amazing is that that one rap was better than anything Eminem has done in the last <laughs> decade. I'll say it. Thank you. Dad, you're Eminem. That's fair. <laughs> Florida man Eminem. <laughs> You I'm and Eminem are both from Michigan. I know. I'm from Seven Mile. He's from No, Eight you're Mile. not. You're from <laughs> West Bloomfield, dude. West Bloomfield and Eight Mile are the same. Thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, Cranbrook, what up? Yeah. <laughs> West Bloomfield country, High School. Country day, bitches. That's funny I shit. <laughs> I actually don't think I was allowed to go to West Bloomfield because I, there's like that income cap. Because your you parents know, you have, hate Jews. Because my parents are poor. <laughs> We're too white trash to go. That's fair. Yeah. But you know that happens. Tom, I know you got some questions for him. Oh god. Break them down. I had nothing prepared. <laughs> that's that's entirely why I put you. Tom, what's I think... armband on your arm? That's really what? a red armband with a white symbol? My what's dad said it's there? a swastika. No, it's uh <laughs> Oh no, I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking uh, about the armband. Yeah, right what there. is that? Uh Chippewa Lodge 29 for Oh, go off. Go off. He's like, oh, yeah, this is just the thing that I wear with my other friends that have red armbands. Um, right. No, we all like was, to hang out and shave Jake, our heads. Uh, no, it was from Order of the Arrow for uh, Boy Scouts. Okay, Order of the... I was like, Order of the what? Order of the Arrow. It's... You'd look like you would have been What are we not? Yeah, I, I was an Eagle Scout. Oh, excuse me. The Eagle first Scout. time I met Maddie's dad, he made a Holocaust joke, and I was so... He I did? didn't know how to react. He was like, you know... <laughs> my, He's like, my grandpa was in the Holocaust. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And he goes, yeah, he fell <laughs> off of the tower. <laughs> a guard what? tower. Yeah, a guard tower. That was it. What? <laughs> <laughs> the best part about being Jewish is that we can make Holocaust jokes. Right, that's Dad? That's part of it. Honestly, like, all of my Jewish friends make more Holocaust jokes than anybody else I've ever met. So did you, get, did you go to a lot of, like, Florida Panthers games down there? Yeah. Absolutely. We went so, all the time only five bucks yeah we 10 minutes from our house and my dad would okay so like it's like going to a tigers game these days yeah like we would always sit like right on the ice right why would you sit up in the seats that you buy in the third deck when you can sit right next to the and one of the cool maybe the best moment one of the best moments of my life was in 2013 we got these passes when the rings were in town 
and both of us met the entire Red Wings team. So we met Datsuk, Lidstrom, Zetterberg. I had to call Datsuk a dick, by the way. He did call Datsuk a dick. (laughs) But he was being a dick. Here's what happened. He used to be my favorite player. Okay, no, tell. I'm waiting for all the players to come out. Every single Red Wings guy comes out. Every single one takes a picture with Maddie. Super nice. Signs the autographs and super nice and talking. And here comes Datsuk walking with his, like, bodyguard or something and it just blows by maddie who's wearing his jersey i was and i go hey we're gonna take a pic he's like no pictures no and i go don't be a dick <laughs> he did oh. say that <laughs> <laughs> and guess what now i have a datsuk side that's right that's right <laughs> i had to call datsuk a dick because he was and then he was no longer my favorite player after i met him who's your favorite now they do say well never after that heroes. it was zetterberg like in 2013 but obviously now it's cider i like zetterberg's face of the like you don't have to find the pictures it's a well <laughs> i was going to show you guys the pictures of was... with every player including around us too and i go what yeah remember not todd Bertuzzi, but Bertuzzi. no who's the guy in the red wings Bertuzzi? Todd it was Bertuzzi. todd but not when we went he tried to go around no yes he did now he didn't play he in 2013 I hate when I think Maddie's wrong. That was his last season. Me too. Don't you hate when Maddie's wrong, you guys? Hold on, I'm Googling. I think Not it's awful. funny. <laughs> okay. okay. You're right. I was right. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought that was his last season. It should have been after he cheap shot of that guy. But yeah, Steve Moore. Yeah, Steve Moore. Yeah, I you're right. When people see Tyler Bertuzzi do something like a little bit dirty and they're like, wow, yeah. just like his dad. And he's this not his dad. Yeah, yeah I know. But, you know, but, you know. Oh, 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 oh. He has a black eye in his picture for the Red Wings. Does he? He's tough. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you one thing. Back in the day, it was Borea Salming. Uh huh. And then the yeah. Lemons had Nedomansky. And that was like about it. Now all of a sudden, there's like one guy or two guys with regular English names, and all the rest are regular. Son, John and, and. Who do you think has the funniest name in hockey? Who has the funniest name? Funniest name in hockey? Ivan Ivan. I know a really funny baseball player name. His name is Dick Grote. Nice. <laughs> what about John Coxland from Michigan State? Yes, legend. It's real. Number 69. Number, it's real, Dad. He's an O-lineman. Support your, support Sparty. Yeah, Sparty dog. Hey, I like Elmer Soderstrom. Name is Elmer. Name is <laughs> Elmer except for it's Bud. A, <laughs> it's a <laughs> Swedish name. Yeah. I know. Swede. Is there anything else you want to say as my dad? Yeah, do you want to plug anything? Um, As Maddie's dad, I would say that I'm glad to see that she's the star of this this podcast. (laughs) Oh, she is? That's the first time here. She dominates every single episode that I've watched. Oh, stop it. You guys have very little interesting things to say to her. Hey, I heard you thought I was funny, so I'll say Pick up your game. Wow. No, I'm just messing I know. I heard you you say that I was funny, so I I will run with that. That was the first feedback. For everybody, I don't know if I mentioned this already on the podcast, but I, the first time my dad listened to the podcast, say, what'd you think? And he goes, Jake's funny. <laughs> That's exactly what you said. Actually, I said you were funny when I met you at the Tigers game, too. Funny looking. Sorry, that's an old one. Um, All right. Well, cool. Thank you so much for coming on. Glad we could have you. It's my pleasure. And when I write a rap for you guys, I'll send it over to Maddie. I'm very excited. Please get like a video of it, too, and we'll post it on yeah. our socials. Jake- just for your benefit, I oh no, that rhyme with bottom. Mm. I wonder why you would use that. Hmm. He he goes, Jake always talks about being a bottom. 
but I'm not a bottom. That's what I said. <laughs> I was like, Jake's not a bottom. He's like, wait. Our outro segment. I'm going to write you guys a good rap podcast. If you have any specific subjects you'd like me to, let me know. So I don't know if you saw, but a lot of NHL teams have been started to put advertisements on their jerseys. 313 Hockey Podcast. The Capitals have one on. The Penguins have one. And I think there's one other. But every single picture I've seen, the players look pissed when they're, like, showing them off. They're all, like... I mean, it's normal everywhere with the NHL. Like, soccer. I know, but, like, hockey in Europe, they have the ads on them. I'm going to be honest. I'm extremely anti-corporate. And I am woefully anti-jersey ads. I was anti-helmet ads because I was, like, this is just going to be... Yeah, they these people were going to use them and they were like, oh, it's, you know, good for the league. Like, it's going to add some extra revenue, you know, to make up for what they lost during COVID. Well, attendance is back to normal. Everybody is going to games again. And yet the ads are still on the helmets. So to me, this is one of those like, oh, it's it's good for the league. It's going to generate money for the club. Like, oh, is this a temporary thing or is this a permanent thing? And if it is a permanent thing, how is it going to affect ticket prices? food revenue, concessions, you know, like, are we going to get, are the people that are going to games going to get cheaper things, or is this just going to be more money for the owners? I think that's a fair point, Jake. I, I go back and forth on it, because I don't hate the idea, depending on how they go about it, but at the same time, it's also, we've had so many jerseys for so long without these advertisements, can we not do it? And And another thing, I think, I think the biggest part of it is, are they going to be on there when you go to buy a jersey? That right. was what I was just about to say. Yeah. Are you going to have to buy a jersey with like a little Meyer logo in the corner? Yeah. Personally, I don't want that. I don't I think, think anyone wants Just so it. you guys know, I'm old enough to remember going to hockey games and the boards were white. They didn't yeah. They didn't advertisement on yeah. the boards. That's crazy. That. Or on the ice. It was just there was a red circle for the you know the center ice and the blue circles for the faceoffs you know whatever but that was it no I'm I'm old enough to remember Hockey Town being on the ice. Oh yeah, Dad, do you yeah. know about that? Saw it on. When? Chris- no, 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 no. It's no. Good. Chrissy took it off. Chrissy. Who's Chris? Chris Illich, the devil. You actually kind of look like him. <gasps> Uh-oh. Wait, what look. Just, what if he like pulled his mask off? He's like, it was me, Chris Illich, all along. I would have so much power. I would be a little shocked to find out that your dad was Chris Illich because you've been. I would also him be shocked. Left and I right. Would be, I would be the most surprised <laughs> of all. I gotta be honest. I'd be like, <laughs> look, Chris Illich was your dad, and we had to sit in those seats for the baseball game. I know. <laughs> Come on. Chris Illich, aka Mike's son, owns the Red Wings and the Tigers. That's that's what that, you're right. That's what Jake was inferring. Maddie could have had a job with the because my friend Mike Bayoff works for them. It's, that's not that's Mike Illich's sister's son. My dad does this thing where. Go ahead, Dad. <laughs> go, please, go right ahead. Any any sort of connection can be made. Oh yeah, Maddie could have had a job there. Like this dude, <laughs> he, he went. So wait, you went to college with the guy? You went. Uh, whatever i don't feel like fuck it let's do the outro oh that was the outro we're just working through the, the... all right thanks everyone for listening <laughs> yeah thank you so much for listening we love thanks you for having um, me on as a guest i hope i wasn't too offensive no you were perfect you were just the right amount of offensive but i think we need more offensiveness tom no. up your edgy <laughs> no <laughs> all right we love you guys bye